another episode. Uh, when this comes out, it will not be Shabbat. This is actually coming out on Monday. I've decided to put out all my episodes on Monday because it's fucking hard as fuck to do an episode during the week. I've decided to do all my episodes on the weekend. So moving forward, all episodes will be out on Monday, just so you all know that. That is my PSA for the day. But anyway, we are here. We are hot. We are sweating on a July evening. <laughs> I'm here with my friend, Aaliyah Keo. Hello. Welcome. So excited to be here. Thank you so much for being here. How's it going? It's going great. I'm sitting next to you. We're having fun. Yes, we just had a nice dinner. We had some cocktails. We sat outside in good old Hoboken. Now, Aaliyah also lives in Hoboken with her husband, um, and I know in my past episodes, I've talked about my uh, extreme love affair with Hoboken and how amazing it is. What do you, what are your thoughts? Because you're a, also a New York mig- migrant. Does that even make sense? I don't know. I don't think it makes sense at all. I think I just made that. <laughs> you're someone that also lived in New York and came over to this side of town what are your thoughts on the city of Hoboken yes okay well I share your love for Hoboken so much because first of all Hoboken is just like this little community I mean it's literally a square mile tons of restaurants tons of people cute shops community like a lot of entrepreneurs here, people doing cool things like you, like this podcast. I mean, Thank you. How does it get better than that? Right. And do you find it like you can breathe and you're a lot less like claustrophobic and crowded and everything like that? Yes. I think like once you get off that path um, from Manhattan and you walk into Hoboken, you're just like, ah, oh, things feel good. Great. And we, the Freeman household, always likes to say that the path is the most beautiful train in the country, both physically and um, not mentally, but um, both physically and the people that are on it are beautiful, men and women. Do you agree with that statement? It is like a walking catwalk on there. I mean, <laughs> you basically are just like the model after model after model. It's amazing. That's great. That's great. I totally 100% agree. So do you guys see yourself here for a decent amount of time moving forward? I mean, this really does feel like one of those places. Once you get here, you're like, how can I leave? I mean, come on. It has like ev- so much of everything. So right now, at least... Heck yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. So for all you listeners out there, they, the Keogh household, moved to Hoboken right around when we did. So you guys feel all the same feels we do. And it's great. And we're sitting in your house right now. It's beautiful, spacious. Um, It's right in, what would you call this, downtown? I think we'd call it downtown Hoboken. Hoboken. It's great. It's great. And we, you know, we're happy here. We're loving it. And we're, we're sweating our ass off. It's about 95 degrees. We just also had this conversation at dinner, how much I don't like summer, which I just also spoke about and how you semi agree with that statement. I actually have to correct you. I do not agree with that statement. What? (laughs) 
I love, I hear your argument. Um, it seems that Melissa loves like the leather jacket, sort of like leaf falling kind of weather. Orgasmic. Exactly. I, on the other hand, am very much about the sun. Let it shine. 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 Great. That's great. I hate it, but you know, we're, we're all different in many different ways. So I'm glad you all love summer out there. I am sweating my ass off currently and I can't wait for my fucking leather jacket. And that's all I have to say. But anyway, Aaliyah is here. Let's talk about our history, how we met. I don't even remember what year it was because I am losing my mind and we're so fucking old. But we met in a bar, correct? Didn't we meet in a bar? Yeah, we met in a bar, right? It was a cold night in 1992. Melissa and I found each other. No, no, no. No, we met at someone's party. Didn't we meet at someone's party? We did. We met at a friend's engagement yes, party right. at the Ainsworth. Yes, at the Ainsworth. And just a background, my husband, Steve, who you all know from the episode Wednesdays with Steve, is very good friends with Aaliyah's husband, Mike. Besties. Yes. Mike was in our wedding and I've known Mike for a long time before Aaliyah even came along. And then Aaliyah came along and we met at the party at the Ainsworth and we fell in love at first sight. We really did. I mean, I was so happy to be like, oh my God, there's someone normal and amazing here. It happened to be you. We were like chit chatting it up, doing Jewish geography. It was TheBomb.com. Both Jews. You know, when you have those Jewish connections, you know, it's it's everything. Um, yes, I felt the same way. As you all know, I literally hate everybody. And <laughs> when, I, when I come across somebody that I don't hate, it's actually surprising. It's more surprising to come across somebody that you like and that you're surprised because you like them. Did that make sense? Do you get what I'm saying? That totally makes sense, but like literally, I'm I feel so touched. Oh, thank. Well, yeah, you should. No, just kidding. Um, yes. Yeah, so that is how we met, and we have been friends ever since. And you used to live before Hoboken. You used to live in Astoria, correct? Correct. Yes, Astoria, Queens. Fun place. I I could say more, but maybe I'll keep my mouth. That's okay. That's okay. You know, every place has their pros and their cons. And then you moved to Hoboken. So since you've moved to Hoboken, we've hung out even more than we originally did. Yes, which has been awesome having a friend yes. a hop skip away. Correct, correct. So that's the background of our relationship. You also just, no, you didn't just get married. What, you got married uh, when, two years ago? Yes, it coming up on two years. Wow. Yes. And you're originally from Chicago. Originally from Chi-Town. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, and you got married in Chicago. Got married in Chicago. It was a really fun day, and it continues to be a journey with my man, Mike. It's great. It's great. great. Wise words. Wise words. What's the one piece of advice you would give to people in terms of marriage? I know that's a really, like, big question, and I gave Leah an outline before we started this podcast, and this was not on the outline. I'm just throwing this question at her. What is this one piece of advice you would give? Hmm... Okay, I'm going to be serious about this one because I think that, you know, relationships are important. Relationships are what our life is about. Um, So one piece of advice 
the first thing that comes to mind is boundaries. I think when you are aware of your boundaries, the other person is aware of their boundaries, you can more so come together and really enjoy each other instead of feeling like, oh, I have to do this because I want to make this other person happy. So I think maybe being aware of your own personal boundaries um, and sharing ice cream together is my marriage advice. What's your favorite ice cream? Okay, I'm really big into cookie dough these days. But like also, Mike doesn't really want it in the house these days because, you know, we both kind of like love the cookie dough. So if you can get some cookie dough, that would be an added bonus to that advice. Is it cookie dough? Do you like Ben and Jerry? What kind of like Ben and Jerry's cookie dough? Ben and Jerry's, yes. Uh-huh. Do you go to the one on Washington Street? We actually uh, we, we actually just go to the bodega and get some get some carton ice cream. It's even better. It's great. It's great. Um, okay, great. So I also wanted to talk to you. Hold on. Let me pull up my handy dandy uh, outline because, you know, we all need an outline. So tell people, because your job and what you do for your career is very, very interesting. Tell people and go into exactly what you do. Yes. So I am a former social worker as well as a life and business coach, meaning that I basically help people navigate and figure out what their goals are and then make those goals happen, whether it be getting rid of stress, whether it be financial goals that they have, whether it be having a successful business, whether it be transitioning in their career, getting into a relationship. Um, I help people get from point A to point B to where they want to go. And how long have you been doing this? Oh my gosh, probably about four years at this point, which is cray, but awesome too. That's great. And in terms of advice, so I'm going to give you like an example that I always go through. I know you and I have talked about this and we're going to get like semi-serious on this podcast for a second. So I, in my past life, I recently started a new job, but not recently, about a year ago. But before that, I was in a very stressful and toxic environment where I felt like the stress was taking over and it was always an emergency kind of, uh, emergency toxic kind of environment. And every time I made a mistake, it was felt like it was the end of the world. In terms of people who feel that way in their job and they're very, very stressed and it takes on their health and they feel like they're trapped and they can't get out and they feel like it's always their fault when they make a mistake, what what are some tips and advice that would you, you would give to those people? Totally. Well, first know that you are not alone. I mean, I think one of the best, th- I think one of the things we tend to feel is, oh my God, this is just me and I'm the only one going through this and like... You know, there's these highs and these lows of anxiety according to what you're going through. I think so many of us go through this. So you are nowhere near alone. Um, I think what starts to help is recognizing that the cer- there are always circumstances in our lives. And when we can start to base, you know, our, our thoughts and feelings, you know, on kind of what we want to decide as opposed to being like this person's in charge of the way I feel or this person's in charge of the way I feel then we gain back a lot of the authority that we give to other people or situations or um or our jobs so 
um, just starting to notice, you know, when you're making other people in control of what you're thinking or feeling. And listen, it is hard at a job, especially when, you know, there's demands and there's bosses and other people who you need to get along with. Um, so first, just really knowing you're not alone and and trying as best you can to be easy on yourself, I would say, is step one. Go back to you said don't feel like other people have control of your emotions. That's what you're saying, right? How are there keys and, and tips and steps to going through that process and not letting, maybe not even in your job in life and not letting other people, you know, affect your emotions? Yes. Okay. So the first two things that I would talk about are awareness and acceptance. So awareness being, okay, what is even going on right now? Awareness lacks awareness. Okay. I like it. <laughs> yes. So you got it. So the last, you go from the lacks awareness to step of awareness. And so, <laughs> so you're first aware of, okay, how am I typically going to feel when this person says this, right? You know that that person's going to say whatever they're going to say and that your normal reaction is going to be blank. But what if you could decide instead to just be aware and not necessarily have that reaction, which sounds crazy because you're like, uh, how, you know, how can I not react? Um, but really just taking a step back and being aware of the pattern that kind of happens from the person saying or doing whatever to the way that you feel. So that awareness and from awareness moving into acceptance, which is again, one of those tough things that people are like, what acceptance? Like you want me to accept this thing, but the sooner that we do, the more you can get it into even higher levels where you move into actually, sounds again crazy, but appreciating kind of your spot in that place and, and what it is. And that doesn't mean that you're just like, okay, I'm going to be here forever and accepting kind of your path. All it means is starting to recognize that you're in control of your emotions and moving into really owning that. That's great. That's such wise words. No, I love it. No, I think a lot of people need to hear this once in a while, especially the whole part about you're not, you not being alone. I think a lot of people sometimes in these type of situations feel like they're alone and knowing that they're not alone and a lot of people feel the same way they do is super important. Do you agree? I agree 100%. I mean, we think that we're the only ones that go through this. I know there's been so many times in my life where I'm like, wait, this is just me, right? And then you hear other people's stories. You're like, wait, it's you two and you two and literally everyone. So I love talking about it because it makes it more normalized. Amazing. Good advice. Good advice. Guys, Aaliyah just... Um put on our stories that we were recording so uh, we were going to do this at the end but do you want to put out your instagram name so people can follow you do i uh <laughs> do i so it's um at aliyah kehoe so it's a-l-i-y-a-k-e-h-o-e great and we are going to repeat that at the end but we just want to say that because she literally just put up a story because we were very excited we were doing this and go check her out Yes. Well, the story won't be up there anymore because we'll be putting this podcast up like two days later. But that's okay. Still follow her. Um, okay, great. We are going to change topics. I want to talk about a story that I sent this to Aaliyah and she didn't really understand. So we're going to explain it on the podcast. I want to talk about this story that I heard from another friend 
that happened, I think it was like a week and a half, two weeks ago. This girl, she will call her, we'll call her Karen. Her name's not really Karen, but we'll call her Karen. She is a influencer in the Instagram world. Um, she has a very nice job at a blog slash lifestyle brand that was started by Miss Gwyneth Paltrow. So you probably know what the brand is. And this girl just, this is what she did. Apparently she broadcasted her proposal that her husband and her planned on her Instagram stories. It was like a Instagram proposal that lasted for like two days. She started in New York. I think she went to Miami and then she went to somewhere else and then she went to Paris and it was the whole life cycle of her engagement and then she went right to her bachelorette party and then she was surprised I think right in Paris and got married in Paris but the whole thing was documented on Instagram and the kicker was that throughout the entire thing she had sponsors that sponsored the proposal okay and now it's being revealed that her job her brand that she works for that's run by Miss Gwyneth Paltrow is pissed because she pitched all these brands to be part of her Instagram proposal and wedding and they were on board they got free advertising free publicity and yeah, it was like this huge thing. It made national news. The New York Times wrote an article about it. The Atlantic wrote an article about it. Um, yeah, and it, apparently I didn't see it. It was the, Apparently it was the most ridiculous thing anyone's ever seen. I think it's still on this girl's Instagram page on her highlights. Um, but yeah, this is basically what she did. And now she's under review at her job. And the guy is at a financial company and the, he's under review at his job. But there's now a story leaked that they put together a pitch marketing deck and sent it out to these brands to say, here, be a part of the proposal of a lifetime and be a part of a first ever Instagram-ish kind of wedding proposal. And that's what they did. You're looking at me with like, yeah, I have like eight heads. <laughs> What do you think of this? I want your thoughts on this because you are you're very good at Instagram and you like it. I like Instagram, but you also like Instagram. But seeing this and hearing this and and me telling you the story, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think the first thing that kind of comes to mind is like I I mean I don't know if this is what we're we're looking for or not, but where we're kind of moving as a society. I mean, to me, I think it's so interesting that like this to me feels like the start of what's going to happen more and more just in terms of what's real, what's not, what can I trust, you know? And to me, that's probably the, the craziest thing about all of it. Yeah. It's like alter reality. Like Instagram's fun when you make it fun like all of my posts on Instagram are always clever I try what well, clever I'm like telling myself I'm so clever I like to make my posts funny and clever and not very serious and just like a fun thing to do a lot of people but you're right a lot of people like to make it like an alter reality they like to make their life um better than it seems it's a snapshot of what they're going through 
And I think you're right. I think it's really the wave of the future and where we're going in society. And I'm just pulling up an article right now. It's basically there was a documented scavenger hunt uh, where she traveled, like I said, where she traveled from New York to Miami to Paris. Um, and then in the midst of this bizarre proposal, the couple were accused of staging the proposal after a deck offering brands to align with the proposal. Um, yeah, there was, you know, there was leaks that they staged this whole thing, that they pitched it to brands. Um, if you see it on our highlights, you can see she tagged all these brands, all of these brands. Um, and then celebrities started following her. I mean, it was, it was apparently insane. Um, what's also a kicker is they haven't really posted anything since. I also think it's probably the dumbest thing you could ever do. Um, I don't know why I want to go about doing this or have this idea. Um, I don't know, would you, if Mike came up to you and said, hey, I want to document my entire proposal and your bachelor party and your wedding all in a few days of each other and do a whole Instagram story of it, what would you say? I'd probably be like, do you know me? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I maybe for some people that feels really good. And to be honest, I do for the stuff that I do, I do end up sharing things in my life that I didn't really think I would necessarily open, you know, the doors up to. Um, but for a proposal and all of that kind of stuff, I, I feel like we're probably the sort of people who wouldn't do that. Which is like normal. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I guess to each their own. I mean, the whole story is insane. If anyone has not read about this yet, please read it. Her name's not really Karen. I really just made that up because I don't know who's listening to this and who's not. But if you just Google viral influencer Instagram proposal, you'll find the story. It's mind boggling. And it's not even somebody that's like 23, 22, like a millennial. Like it's a 30 year old girl and guy like older millennial. I like to call it like us like it's fucking crazy social media is taking over the world do you ever think that it's gonna die do you think it's gonna die I like telling people that do you think it's gonna go away at all or no I actually have this vision of like social media becoming like virtual reality like almost like a 3d Instagram which is scaring me as I say it so I guess the answer is I don't necessarily think so, but I am a big fan of like one-to-one actual human interaction and connection for sure. Which is not happening anymore. And I think people are having tough times having the one-on-one interaction. But I did hear a story that Instagram was testing to, was doing a test to take away the likes portion of the answer. Did you hear that? You were shaking your head. Yes. Yes. I heard that and I I think it's great. Yes, I agree. I think it's so awesome because then people aren't like, oh my gosh, how popular am I? Does everyone like this? And and basically premising the content that they create on, are people going to like this? You know, I, I think it's an awesome idea. Yes. To- I agree. 100% agree. But do you think it's actually going to happen? God willing. <laughs> God willing. God willing, people. God willing. Um. Okay. We're also going to talk about, we're not just going to talk about Bravo, we're going to talk about TV because Aaliyah is not really a Bravo junkie like I am, correct? 
I hide my head in shame. Yes, you should. And Aaliyah has another best friend back in Chicago who is equally addicted to Bravo as I am. And I hope she's listening to this because we are very upset at her for not knowing all the knowledge that we know. Right? Correct. And I think you'd be a really good candidate for watching these shows. And I think you should begin watching these shows. I told her to start light with the... um, mixed sex shows like Below Deck and Southern Charm because when you're married it's hard to watch these shows with your husband because you know you have a spouse and you gotta like pick and choose your battles with TV yeah that makes sense yes and luckily my husband uh is likes these shows so I'm lucky that he is watching them with me but I get it it's a struggle to get your husband to start watching these especially getting up to the housewives right When it comes to marriage advice, I think that's one of the strongest things. Like, how do you get your husband to watch Bravo shows with you? Yes, yes, 100%. Did you watch the Amy Schumer special on Netflix? So uh, I should have told you about this at dinner. There is a new Amy Schumer special on Netflix. It came out a few weeks ago. And the last line of the show, or the special, I don't even want to give it away, but she talks about Bravo, how... um, I'm going to explain it, okay? I'm actually going to give it away. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. So she talks about how, you know, when you're in in your 20s, guys are like fuckers and all they want to do is fuck everything that moves. And it's hard to nail down a guy in your 20s. But when you're in your 30s, you know, they're tired and they're just like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's when you really get them. And then you'll find them and you'll basically, I can't do it. I'm not Amy Schumer. I'm not as funny as Amy Schumer, but it's basically they're tired. And what you say is, just come to me. Just come to me. We'll just go sit on the couch and watch Bravo till we die. And that's basically how she ended the show. It's a lot funnier to watch. Uh, obviously, I'm not Amy Schumer, so I can't be funny like her. But I highly recommend it. That's a, That's very funny. I love it. It sounds like you basically just like in their 30s, they're like sedated. And so it like works. Correct. Correct. But anyway, so you don't watch Bravo, but you did watch New York Housewives back in the day, right? So, you know, tell the world who you know. I know Bethany. Uh, Jason, is is that a name? Yes, but he's dead to us. So we don't talk about it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Luann, Ramona. I actually met Ramona. Why don't you speak about that? That's a good story. I actually did meet both Ramona and Bethany. Right. Um, so Ramona, I was in Aspen with a group of people, and she was there, and she would she was dressed exactly how you'd expect it, like a little ski bunny outfit. She was actually so sweet. Yeah. We met her at the bottom of a mountain in like some ski chalet, and she was awesome. And yeah, that was that was pretty much the experience with like. Did you take a picture with her? I unfortunately didn't. Only I'm really upset with you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. She is secretly my favorite housewife of all time. Not secretly. I actually publicly say that all the time, and I get shit for it because she's a monster on the show. But I think she's just the right amount of monster. Um, but that's a great story. When did you meet Bethany? So there was a little known show with Martha Stewart. I believe it was called Martha. That's where she started. Hold on. I don't think I've ever heard this story that you're about to tell. That's where she started her career. You know that, right? Yes, I, I do know that. So I was interning in New York for a public relations company and we happened to do an event 
with Martha Stewart's Apprentice, and it was the show that Bethany was on. I feel like going through the 11th task, I have energy. All my losses were in the beginning, and now I've started to win. People came into this guns blazing and are now really getting tired, and it's showing, and I'm just really just getting a taste and getting more excited. So Bethany was ordering me around for a little bit. What? <laughs> what? You now, I don't think you ever told me this story in the seven or so years I've done. What? Like, what would she order you? What would she say? So she was, it was, she, we had this, can I say a brand name on here? Is that? Yes. Was it Skinny Girl? No. no. It wasn't, it wasn't exist yet. It was this thing called Tosimo, I believe. Tosimo Coffee. Okay, great. And she had her, like, challenge for Martha Stewart's Apprentice was to, I don't know, maybe sell these coffees or something like that. So she was like telling me where to put things and what to do with things. And she she was my boss for a day. Wow. What did you feel afterwards? Were you like, this girl's such a bitch? Or were you like, oh my God, this is an amazing experience? Well, she wasn't who she was known as today. So she, to me, I was just like, wow, this is a hardcore businesswoman. And then in the next like 10 years, she became who she was. Do you think she would remember you if you see her? I think if she saw my face, she'd be like, that girl started my journey. <laughs> there you have it, folks. There you have it. Well, now you should watch her because of that. I, I did not know this story. This is like a classic story. You should be shouting the story from the fucking rooftops. That is insane. That's insane. Wow. Wow. Well, she has gone through the ringer on this show. You know, she not only had the, the horrible divorce, but her boyfriend just died. You heard that, too? that yeah it's really sad um and she doesn't have have a family she's in a relationship with her mother and father so we like to say i think my husband said this or somebody that we know that bethany frankel made a deal with the devil she is the most successful housewife but in return there's a price to pay and unfortunately she's paying that price so i don't want to bring this whole podcast down but that's what she's going through but I really do love that story thank you for telling me it it was a lax awareness surprise for all listeners yes yes I love it I love it but I want to talk about what are some of the other shows that you are watching that you recommend you're watching Killing Eve Mm -hmm. Killing Eve really good show I'm really into drama and mystery if there's a murder bring it um Killing Eve gosh I don't, I, yeah, I'm not that big, big of a reality person, but that, that's a good one. You also really like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh man, what a, what a, <laughs> what a great show with a very niche audience that apparently included myself and my husband, but. Did not included me, did not include me and Steve. Yeah, I apologize. That's okay. We, <laughs> we adore you guys. You guys are some of our famous people on this planet, but. We did not appreciate the recommendation to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. We were not fans, but it's okay. I like to really cater my recommendation, so I did a terrible job on this, and I've learned my lesson. Didn't they just have, like, a Broadway show or something? They did. We were totally there. Front row? Not front row, but I wish. All right. And what... And is it over? Is it one more season, or what is it? Where is it on? What is it? Explain to the audience what it is. So Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is, according to some people, an amazingly witty, very um, well-written show by a girl called, now I'm not going to even know her name, but on the show, it's called... Uh, Rachel, right? Isn't it? 
Well, Rachel Rachel Bloom, I believe, is her name in real life. And she, um, little known fact, actually roomed her college dorm with Alana from uh, Broad City. Yes. I thought you were going to say with you, and then I was really going to throw my computer out the window that you didn't tell me that too. But go ahead. Yes. That would have been a way better surprise. Yes. Um, but yeah, just to show about this girl who moves to California for this guy that she barely knows. And it's a musical. I know most people hate musicals, but it's it's just hilarious and so well done. And it has a hu- it does have a huge following. Wow. 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 <laughs> if everyone likes musicals, go watch this show. I do not. So I didn't I did not like it. But what else? What else do you guys like? There was there was another one that you were talking about. If you don't if you don't remember, it's okay. What were we just talking about? Nick Kroll show that you watch? Yeah, Big Mouth. Oh yes, yes. So everybody out there, I know not everyone likes the witty, gross, potty mouth humor. But if you do, and if you're um, into that shit, watch the show on Netflix called Big Mouth. It's by the guy that did the Oh Hello from Too Much Tuna. One of them, his name is Nicholas Kroll. He is amazing. (laughs) It's not really Nicholas. His name is Nick. But he is one of my favorite actors and comedians on the planet. He is so funny. So funny. He's been in a ton of shit. He was in Parks and Recs for a little. Parks and Rec. He had his, obviously, his own show. He was in The League. Did you guys ever watch The League? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a great show. Um, he's been in a ton of stuff. If you Google him, you'll know who he looks like. He used to date Amy Poehler. Um, and him and John Mulaney, who I also love. Love, love, love. Do you guys ever watch his... You guys need... She's shaking your head. You guys need to watch comedy specials on Netflix. Do you ever watch comedy specials on Netflix? I saw... Um, what's her name the other day? Uh, and now I can't remember her name. She's in Curb. She, uh, it was really, really good. And of course, I don't know her name right now, but sometimes we do. Okay. Watch John Mulaney's. Amazing. Watch Amy Schumer's. Amazing. Uh, I don't think Nick Kroll ever did one, but those two, you got to watch. But John Mulaney, a lot of you should know who he is. He's really skinny, white dude that lives in New York. Typical skinny white dude in comedy that lives in New York. Amazing. Him and Nick Kroll started this whole thing with their these two old Jewish guys that they go around and they're they do a lot of skits and comedy like that oh hello and then they also started the show called Big Mouth and do you want to explain to the audience what Big Mouth is in your own words in my own words okay Big Mouth is another really just well thought out show that is a little on the perverted side but in such an endearing just amazing way and it's about um basically going through puberty and what guys go through what girls go through but they do it in a very very interesting funny way I mean there's a hormone monster it's classic classic amazing it's cute a lot of voices and people are in it Maya Rudolph Fred Armisen Jordan Peele I mean it's brilliant brilliant writing a plus everyone go watch that show it's amazing um but yeah I don't think there's anything else we also talked about at dinner which I just want to bring up before we kind of wrap things up that we are the type of people that like to sit and binge and kind of just be lazy and not do anything and just watch tv and just 
not be active and be outside. Right? Correct? Yes. I mean, I think especially it's taken me a really long time to be like, oh, okay, it's okay to go out and be active and do all these things. But for sure, formerly, that was big for me. Just the staying in and laying and watching TV all day. I mean, the chilling, the chillaxing, you know, eating chocolate, watching Netflix. I mean, who doesn't love that? Do you ever just dream that you could just do that every day of your life? You know what? So like, I feel like part of me would like that, but then part of me would be like, let's like do something. So I think that that second part of me would eventually kick the first part of me's ass. Okay. I I understand. (laughs) Right. Do but do you ever think that you could be like somebody that just like a lady who lunches, just like get up, go to the gym, get your nails done, do a lunch, come back and just watch TV for the rest of the day? I mean, never say never. There you have it, folks. Never say never. <laughs> so the last question, which I am now going to ask. I know I've had a few guests on already, but I am going to start asking all my guests as we wrap up the show. What is the one thing you feel people are lacking awareness in society? You can go light. You can go funny. You can go deep. What are your thoughts? Ooh, well, I got to go deep for this one. Um what are people lacking in where? You know what? Here's what I think people need or could benefit from a little more of is just to realize that everyone's going through the same shit and how far a smile goes. I mean, when people smile at you on the street, aren't you like, thank you. Like, thank you for, I'm human, you're human. Let's be in this world together. Like, kumbaya and namaste. So, I think that, you know, just community, togetherness, sharing what you're going through. I mean, that's my jam, but I think we could all use a little more of that. That was great. It wasn't that, it wasn't that too deep. I really like that. I think a lot of people do need to hear that. People like I, I am not like that at all, that we're complete opposites in that way. And that's why I love you. Cause I, like I said, I hate everybody. Um, but I think that's good to know. That is really good to know. So I like that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, all right, we're going to wrap this up. Aaliyah, thank you. This was so fun. You did an amazing job. A plus, A plus. Um, I know you already said this earlier, but Tell everybody your social media, your website, where they can find you, all the good things. Yes, come friend me up. Um, so my website is alialevinson.com, which is A-L-I-Y-A-L-E-V-I-N-S-O-N.com. Uh, my Instagram is at Aaliyah Kehoe, and you can find me on Facebook too. Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you, guys. We will be back next week. I have a few more guests in the lineup. Like I said, I don't like to announce their names quite yet, but we are almost there. So I will be announcing them most likely via social media. Um, But follow me on social media, mfreeds, F-R-I-E-D-S 26. Uh, Give me five stars on iTunes. Uh, Thank you for sponsoring the only.